The Physician's Road. Create your life in medicine, on your own terms. Today, we are on the path to wealth. Today, on the Physician's Road podcast, we talk to attorney John Maddox about estate planning, the basics of what it is, and why it is not the same as asset protection. We also talk about how estate planning and asset protection should go hand in hand for maximum protection and anonymity of your assets. So go to physiciansassetprotection.com. Physicians with an S, assetprotection.com for more information. The Physician's Road is brought to you by Vernonville Asset Management. Vernonville Asset Management was created to help physicians build wealth and create income beyond Wall Street. Through our exclusive private investments, doctors can begin to free themselves from the burdensome regulations in healthcare by creating income streams independent of medicine. Go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get your free report, Wall Street's Biggest Lie. Again, go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get Wall Street's Biggest Lie and free yourself today. Welcome everyone to the Physician's Road. I'm Dr. Eric Tate. Today we're on the path to wealth and we're going to continue our series um, around physician asset protection and estate planning. And so today I'm happy to say that we have uh, attorney John Maddox with us. Um, he also works at Legally, he's one of the attorneys that works at Legally Mind. And so we're going to continue the series talking about kind of all things estate planning and, and um, physician asset protection wise. And so, Mr. Maddox, can you tell us about yourself and give us a little bit about your background? I'd be happy to. I, I don't know an attorney in the world that doesn't like to talk about himself. Uh, no, I was, <laughs> I, was raised in, I was raised up in Corvallis, Oregon, uh, and I went to school at uh, Brigham Young University. I went to law school there, uh, and I received my, my law degree there. I am licensed to practice law in the state of Utah. Um, I have been doing uh, estate planning work. It was not my major focus, but it was one of the things that I did for the last 22 years um, in, the, in the practice of law. Um, and the, uh, and uh, I'm married. I have children. What do you want to know? <laughs> That's it. Well, that, there you go. So how many kids do you have? I have four, okay. and they're mostly grown. Okay. So, so everyone is off the payroll. <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, all right. Well, you know, hey, that that does happen from time to time. So, so let's get into it. So, what we really want to do is kind of do this is what I like to think about this is kind of asset estate planning 101. And so, okay. How would you define estate planning? So, for somebody who's new to it who thinks that oh, only people with 100 million dollar fortunes should be thinking about these kinds of things, how would you for for a physician or a dentist or a veterinarian who's not necessarily familiar with what estate planning is? What, what would you tell them as kind of a, as a, as a primer? Estate planning, every estate planning is planning on how to distribute your estate. Now, everybody has an estate. Some people own a car um, and some people own millions and millions of dollars worth of property, but whether it's large estate or small, everyone has an estate and the estate planning is planning on what to do with that property. But when you pass away, uh, it, doctors are working on it, but so far that part is inevitable. So we um, uh, so we, we plan on what to do with it. Uh, that's that is estate planning in a nutshell. Okay, um, it involves a bunch of different things, and I'm sure we're going to get to those here in just a second. I, I, actually, we can go right there. So, what what are the usual tools and uh, that you use in terms of uh, estate planning? Um, the normal tools that we use 
um, are, are trusts, a revocable trust, sometimes called a living trust. Along with a trust, we create a will. And most people know what a will is, and we'll explain that in a moment. Uh, along with the will, a last will and testament, we create a, a power of attorney for those who, uh, who find themselves, for one reason or another, they, they may find that they're incapacitated uh, and someone can act for them to uh, take care of their financial matters. We also prepare a health care power of attorney, which allows somebody to make, uh, if you are ever disabled and unable to make your own decisions. And then we have um, a living will or a uh, sometimes called advanced directive to physicians, which is end of life instructions for how you want to uh, go out, so to speak. No, oh, perfect. And we're, most of us are familiar with 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 the uh, the advanced directives. And so, why yeah. should someone consider putting together an estate plan? Um, well, because it gives you the control. You should consider putting together an estate plan. An estate plan because it gives you control over your estate. Uh, if you pass away uh, without a will or a trust, it's called dying intestate. And if that happens, the state will tell you where your property goes. There's a state law uh, that in every state that directs that. Um, and the laws are similar from state to state, except in Louisiana, uh, where it's a lot different. But the um, <laughs> good, good, old Napole- good old Napoleonic law, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old French Civil Code, I'll tell you. It's really, it's, it's great. But the, um, uh, if you put together an estate plan, you can make all those decisions instead of relying on the state law to do it for you. Okay, good. All right. That, that gives us frozen up a little bit. That's okay. It's a, that gives us a good understanding um, of why someone would do it. So um, from the standpoint of your ability to control how your estate flows and who it flows to, um, as opposed to the, the government, uh, the local government um, doing that for you. Um, yes. So let's talk. So in your line of work, you've been doing it for many years. What mistakes do you see? Um, we can say physicians, but just say in, in general, what mistakes do you see people make? And let's take it from two angles. Let's take it from the angle of someone who's trying to do it themselves first, and then maybe someone who is using maybe a family law attorney or someone who's not, who doesn't necessarily spend a lot of time in the estate planning arena. Uh, the, the, that's a good, good question. For those, for those who, who do it themselves, um, you know, there's, there's lots of places out there that can help you do it yourself. Uh, the difficulty is that uh, when you do it yourself, the, the questions that people ask themselves um, are not always adequate. You don't know what it is you don't know, um, to, to coin a phrase, or to people don't know what questions to ask. They don't know for sure how it works. And so they'll fill out a form, and a form, on, a form online is, uh, it has its limits because they can't ask questions. Uh, on the form. The form just asks the basic questions. You answer them. There's not a lot of room there to, uh, to, uh, to fill it in. With, with the way we do things, we do ask you to fill out a form. Uh, and we ask you to fill out a form and tell us some things, but we explain what the form is. And we're available in, by telephone or by email to, uh, to answer the questions that you may have and to make sure that everything um, uh, is done the way you want it. As we look at your program, we know some of the questions that we, we ought to be asking, and we ask those questions so that uh, so it makes it uh, so it makes it work for you and in the state that you live in, and also in the uh, given your your assets and what you're trying to accomplish. Um, mistakes, uh, uh, trust law has been around for a long time. 
uh, in this country for over 100 years. It's, it's not completely settled, but it's fairly settled. And if people who uh, we find that clients who have an estate plan that's been put together by an attorney in their licensed in their state who does mostly asset, excuse me, mostly estate planning, uh, those uh, we've reviewed countless of those, uh, countless of those, and they're all pretty good. And if you have an attorney in your state that uh, that does that on a regular basis, uh, they know what they're doing and they'll take care of you. They, they tend to be expensive, uh, <laughs> but they can, they can set you up. But the, um, so we don't run into problems. Occasionally, we'll find a, a trust that's been written up by a friend of the family who doesn't do estate planning work. And, uh, and they, they've, they're not a lot better many times than, uh, than just your online do-it-yourself uh, will and trust. Got it. And so just to kind of rec- recapitulate what you're saying, so from the individual side, for those who may be going online and pulling forms online, basically they can give you a basic outline and what I would say is, I guess, maybe a shell structure of an estate plan, but it doesn't ask you questions that a non-trust attorney would know to ask about future distributions, um, what your wants and wishes are, and whether or not um, it, those wants and wishes can be carried out just kind of by a plug and play um, online form. Would that be, would be, be accurate? Uh, you said it better than I did. No. Yeah. And then on the estate planning side, most attorneys who are estate who do focus on this do a pretty good job uh, from that standpoint, but you're going to, you're, you're going to, you're, you're, you're going to pay for the privilege. That's always true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Remember, for free. And, yeah. Uh, Would you, when, how do you explain to people the difference between estate planning and asset protection and philosophically from your standpoint, how do they work hand in hand? Ah, that's a great question. Um, estate planning is decides what you do with your with your assets uh, after you pass away um, and where they go, who receives them, all of that sort of thing. The uh, asset protection will protect your assets while you're living so that somebody can't come in and take them away from you uh, in a lawsuit or something similar to that. Um, the uh, uh, the uh, documents or the uh, the entities, the documents that we set up themselves with the uh, with two different points of view in mind. The asset protection will protect the assets. The documents that we set up for estate planning um, will will direct them. But the two the two work together hand in glove. Asset protection part won't tell where your your assets are supposed to go upon your death, and the estate planning part won't protect anything. Perfect. That's you know, it, it, it is an interesting thing. There is a myth out there that if you put your things into a trust, uh, that that will protect them from lawsuits. It won't. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's why we do both. We protect your assets first. Then we put the, uh, the entities that we create to protect your assets. We put the entities into the trust so that all of your property goes where it's supposed to and is protected. It's two different procedures. Perfect. So they, 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 coincide with one another, but they are not in and of themselves each other. I, I think I think I agree with that because uh, again the audio cut out while you're talking, Eric. Sorry about that. Not what I was saying is they, they 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 are not the same thing, but they are intertwined in terms of um, how you can set up your estate uh, in an effective way. Yes, yes, they work. They do work together. That's correct. Perfect. And then, what trends, if any, are you seeing in the estate planning arena? Whether it's Kind of legislative, legislatively from the IRS, are, are there anything? Are there any things that are going on? I know you said that, that trust law has been settled for for a long time and for the most part. But are you seeing any specific trends in, in the area 
that you want people to know about? Um, yes, the uh, the biggest the biggest change that um, uh, that as far as the IRS is, IRS is concerned, uh, well, two. Uh, one was this year with the new tax plan. Uh, everybody's estate plan uh, estate tax exemption has gone up to eleven point two million. In 2012, there was a big jump to $5 million. Before that, in the 90s, it was $600,000. The estate plan, depending upon what you have, the, the size of your estate and the number of assets, there may be something that's called a, an, an irrevocable life insurance trust that some people use so that life insurance money does not get counted as part of their estate and therefore is not taxed. We can provide those also for folks. Um, less of our customers worry about that now than now that the exemption is 11.2 million, and that would be 11.2 million per person. And if you have a married couple, that that extends it up over 22 million. Okay. And uh, we, uh, I, I'm still working on that size of estate. I haven't got there yet, uh, but some of our clients at that point, and some are not. Either way, so that's the biggest tax, the biggest tax exemption result that has happened recently. Um, the other thing that's happening in trusts right now. Like I said, it's been fairly settled. We've been using it for a long time. They've been using it for several hundred years in England. The um, uh, the other thing is that they are trying to standardize. There's, I think it's the ABA that's behind it, the American Bar Association. But they're trying to standardize uh, trust law and estate planning, estate law throughout all of the states, so it's identical in every state. Uh, that that push has come uh, and has been accepted about the same as every other standardized effort to standardize law from state to state. And that is the, the, the various states look at it and say, oh, that's a good idea, but we're going to tweak it. And so they are a little bit different from state to state. Um, and I don't know that we'll ever have a completely standardized version, although there is an effort to put one together. We could create an estate plan for everybody in all 50 states that works in all 50 states. Perfect. That's what we want. I mean, that's one of the reasons why... I, I didn't use you because you are in all 50 states, but it's the reason why uh, we partnered with you to be able to offer it to other physicians because you are a, you have a national footprint. And so it doesn't really matter who who's coming in from which state, you all have the wherewithal and the ability to, to, to help them. And so to wrap up, is there anything that I did not ask you um, that you think somebody who is just coming into the idea of estate planning um, would need to know? Um, just kind of on a basic level. Uh, yes. Um, everybody knows what a will is, and everybody needs a last will and testament, I think. Uh, last wills and testaments, uh, uh, one of the most important things it does if you have minor children is it appoints who's going to be your guardian. The guardian for those minor children should something happen to you, heaven forbid, uh, before they reach age 18. So that's a, that's a very big thing. But the, some people, uh, many people believe that if they have a will, that is sufficient. And I would explain that a will is great and you need one, but we think that a trust is better. Uh, the trust, what happens is with a will, the will directs where you want your property to go. and But the will cannot actually transfer anything to anybody, like the house to the children. A will can't sign the deed. And, and, a, uh, and so the, the will goes through a process called probate, which is a little bit different in every state. It's easier in your state of Texas than most states, but... It goes through the process of probate. You go to a judge, you file an action, you go to a judge, you wait for a judge because they're busy. And then most people hire an attorney to get them through that process, which can be expensive. And then when they're done, the judge signs all the documents necessary to transfer the house to the children or whatever you have with a trust. 
with the trust, you can put um, in place the trust. You put all of your property in the trust, and the trust is an entity we create on paper. Uh, the trust owns it. The trustees manage all of the property that's in the trust, and the trustees, our customer, our clients, the people who set up the trust, are their own trustees while they're alive. And then after they pass away, the only thing that changes is that a new trustee steps into their shoes, and then the new trustee has power over everything in the trust. They must follow the instructions that you leave them, but the uh, the trustee can then distribute the house to the children or the assets where you want them to go without going to a judge, without hiring an attorney. They save the time and expense of, uh, uh, of probate. And so that's the big advantage of, of a uh, of a trust that we set up over just a will. Got that's it. Something I don't know. Okay, perfect. And and would you say also by having that trust, you're able to maintain some amount of anonymity um, in terms of your estate uh, when you pass along? So that- oh, yes. I didn't. I didn't mention that. Uh, when you pass away, um, if you have a trust, there's no you know because you don't go to probate. There's no public record of everything you own at the time you died. Uh, whereas if you go through the probate process with just a will. There's a public record. Now, you're not going to care uh, at that point, but your children might. The children might not want a public record of everything they inherit from mom and dad. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Well, I, th- I think that's a great kind of overview and primer for for estate planning. And so as we wrap up, is there anything else you wanted to uh, to, to, to tell the people? Ah, uh, <laughs> the, um, yes, I would, I would tell them that the, um, uh, Legally Minds, our main focus is asset protection. The, uh, the, while we found that most of our clients want their assets protected, but then they ask us, so do you also create trusts or wills? And Because some of our clients have them. If they already have one in place, we're happy to review it and work with it and make our asset protection program work with their trust. If they don't have one, we're willing to put one together for them. It'll work in all 50 states. And, uh, and we can, we can, we can get them a, a, an estate plan in place. Okay, so so basically what I'm hearing you say is that for those people who've already done some estate planning, but it really isn't asset protection, they can bring what they already have to you and then you can work with it if it, if it makes sense uh, or tweak it or like I like to say is rejigger it so that it all works together so they don't feel like they were out all that money that they spent on the estate plan. It can just be incorporated into an asset protection plan as well. That is correct. And we can we can make the amendments to their existing trust to put their uh, their protected assets into the trust. Perfect. I think that's a that's a great way to end um, this interview. And so I, I want to thank you, uh, Attorney John Maddox with Legally Mine, uh, giving us a nice estate planning overview um, today. Um, we're on the path to wealth. I want to thank everyone for listening. You can go to physicians with an S, physiciansassetprotection.com, and this interview will live there on the website along with our interview with um, the founder of Legally Mind as well. Please go to the physiciansroad.com and you can go to the resources tab. There's asset protection there along with other um, guides that we have um, along our different pathways. And please go to iTunes or your podcast platform of choice and please give us a rating and review. Five stars is best of course because it allows us to rank higher and so more physicians can see us. And we also have a Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook and want to join our group, we most of our podcasts live there. We put a lot of resources in there, a lot of articles as well.
So again, I want to thank John Maddox for being with us today uh, on the path to wealth. And we'll see you next time on the Physicians Road podcast. Thank you, Eric. The Physicians Road is brought to you by Vernonville Asset Management. Vernonville Asset Management was created to help physicians build wealth and create income beyond Wall Street. Through our exclusive private investments, doctors can begin to free themselves from the burdensome regulations in healthcare by creating income streams independent of medicine. Go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get your free report, Wall Street's Biggest Lie. Again, go to IncomeBeyondWallStreet.com to get Wall Street's Biggest Lie and free yourself today. Thank you for listening to The Physician's Road, where you create your life in medicine on your own terms. Please go to thephysiciansroad.com and sign up for your free guides and resources.